0: Good evening, folks. It's time for your Thursday evening episode of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories, but plus providing you some insight into the way we do things uh, here at News Radio WRVA. Um, Our top story this morning uh, was uh, Governor Glenn Youngkin uh, making some teaching and teacher retention announcements, as well as some learning loss uh, programs to deal with uh, some of the impacts of COVID. Uh, we were actually all planning to cover this until we found out it was in Stafford at 830 <laughs> this morning. It was a little, little difficult for us to get crews, uh, crews up towards Northern Virginia that early in the morning. Crews,
1: i.e. you and me.
0: You know, you, well, hey, actually, we we requested uh, David um, D- David Lefkowitz. I actually talked to him uh, yesterday about possibly going up there. However, David has to take advantage of the time. He's not working for us to do other things. So yep. yeah, he, I know, he does to,
1: other things. So, yeah, yes.
0: So, because so, he has to, he, uh, he, he needed to, to take care of some stuff for his other jobs. So he was not able to, to go up there and cover it. Right. However, thankfully, due to the, uh, the uh, wonders of modern technology, we were able to, uh, to get some coverage of it. Um well, and,
1: and that being said, I mean, he is governor of the whole Commonwealth of Virginia, so he could pretty much have this wherever he wants.
0: Right, exact, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah, yes, this is going to be very, very parochial. We yeah. love to have these announcements in Richmond because we're in the state capitol, it makes it easier for us to cover right. the truth. But yeah. truth be told, okay, Stafford and Covington and Withville and
1: yeah, Bonitat, it's not in Wise County or something like Bonitat,
0: that. <laughs> they all deserve to have visits from the governor as well. Yeah. We're being very parochial, just <laughs> like we complain about D.C. media and all the stuff that goes on in Washington, D.C. We, th- these other portions of Virginia deserve to have representation as well.
1: Right. Well, people can argue that Fredericksburg and Stafford might as well be D.C. media right there.
0: Yeah, this is this is true. And in fact, a lot of a lot of the coverage today was from the D.C. Yeah, media that's
1: right. I did <laughs> notice that the coverage that yeah. some of the local stations here are providing were from D.C. stations.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But but getting on to the actual details of the uh, of the story, uh, the governor signed an executive dir- directive. And dear God, I've been saying director all day and i trying not to <laughs> executive directive. Uh, Basically, removing regulatory barriers to getting licenses into into people's hands for teaching, Um, be it retired teachers who've let their license lapse or um, people who are working in certain areas that want to teach in certain areas, make it easier for them to get licenses. Um, Teachers who have moved into Virginia and had a license in another state. Uh, make it easier for them to get licenses. Basically, they're they're trying to do all they can to get people into positions because every uh, district has vacancies and they're having trouble filling them.
1: Basically. Right. And I don't know if this or you might have even mentioned this, but I know when my wife was a teacher, she's out of the public school system. Now she teaches, but not in public school system. Um, she had to take classes for recertification every few years has he gotten rid of that or
0: i i no i don't believe that that that's that's being targeted but more so that if you were a retired teacher and your license lapsed okay it just make it easier to, to to move that like i think teachers would still have to continue to keep up their license yeah but if you retired make it easier to get that license back.
1: Yeah. It seemed like that recertification process happened every few years. You yeah, I, w- always I, want, I want to
0: say, and again, my wife's a teacher as well. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a 10 year thing, yeah. but I, you know, don't, don't quote me on that. I did not ask my wife prior to get right. it. It may better.
1: get further apart is the longer you do yeah. teach.
0: I did not ask my wife prior to getting on the podcast. So, it's, <laughs> right. if my wife is listening to this, let me let me stress: I did not look this up. I, I, if I'm mistaken, please don't yell. At me. So, um, but,
1: sleeping on the couch tonight. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, also announced a uh, the governor also announced a pilot program for for dealing with learning loss with 15 districts. I'm yet to actually see which 15 districts. Uh, the governor's office hasn't sent out the press release with most of the details. Um, to be fair, and I mean, I, while we would like to see the press release a lot faster, the governor was running behind on a lot of things today, so it may the press office may be a bit backlogged. Probably, perhaps, so. perhaps giving you know giving it's, an excuse. It's there. a good bet. Yeah. Yeah. So so we'll, we'll we'll look at the most charitable reason for us not having the press release. Yes. <laughs> On that yet, um, But again, 50, 15 districts, it's it's going to basically be a program in those districts to help in K through eight uh, to help the kids uh, deal with, you know, learning loss because of the COVID pandemic, focus on reading scores, math, things along that line. So yeah, yeah. so um, speaking of teaching teachers in the whole nine yards, I uh, spoke with uh, Richmond Superintendent Jason Cameras today. He had a press conference, it was more so to introduce the district's new principals, but I asked him uh, about the press conference that was held ye- uh, on Wednesday. I want to say yesterday, but on Wednesday, um, in, uh, by the Richmond Crusade for Voters, where they made a bunch of demands of the Richmond school system. Uh, they wanted audits. They wanted, um, but not only audits of the budget, but of enrollment figures, and also were asking for the Richmond Technical Center to be open to. Current and future graduates to uh, allow them to improve their academic uh, academic abilities, mm-hmm. as well as basically free tuition or you know district paid tuition at VCU, VSU, or VUU. Um, now, my guess is the district probably would not have money to be able to afford that in any probably way. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. In any way, um, I don't know about the technical center, um, you know, potential there, but uh, long story short, uh, the superintendent said he hadn't seen the demands yet he's been focused it's the first week of school he's been focused on a lot of first week stuff. And so he didn't really have a response to that did say that they're working to fill the vacancies they have, they're trying to get in a chief academic officer and a chief wellness officer. Um, Interestingly, a lot of cameras supporters. Uh, Want a chief wellness officer, they're they're citing that as part of the reason why the scores are low, because there hasn't been a focus on health and mental health um, mm, yeah. as a result of the COVID pandemic.
1: Yeah. And so. that's something that's really needed, especially because yeah. there are some people who are experiencing that sort of, you know, that sort of, uh, you know, issue as a result of the pandemic
0: and and to be fair to get get you know we're going to get start getting deep into the weeds and weeds that i don't necessarily travel in very often yeah there is school board related issues with this and the school board's conflict with uh the superintendent and with the mayor and um i just know tangentially that there are a lot of issues there yeah yeah so i'd love to be able to give you the full story to be honest with you we can't vote. Fo- we only have four reporters. We can't focus on everything all the time. We try You just know that there are backstories to this. Yeah. So, um, moving, moving on, uh, to more politics, you know, transitioning from school board politics and school politics to, to just general politics, general politics, but going back to governor, governor Yunkin, um, Virginia Democrats held a press conference today to announce that they want to FOIA, the uh, governor's office and state police over the uh, governor's recent and soon-to-be travels. Um, He's doing a lot of campaigning for uh, candidates around the country. Um, And part of the reason they want to do this is because there have been suggestions that this is really leading up to an early start to a presidential run for the governor. Um, and so they, they're looking to see what the taxpayers are actually paying for in regards to these trips.
1: And whether or not, you know, all this is being put on the taxpayer.
0: Right. And, and you know, from from dealing with this, I've covered politics for, for 25 years now. Um, you know, I know that in a lot of places they separate, they separated, they put walls up basically, yeah. by man, you know, not physical, virtual walls. So that certain things come out of campaign funds, certain stuff comes out of government funds. Basically, the Democrats want to see if that is, in fact, the case mm-hmm. there. Um, obviously, there's politics here as well. You know, if you get a chance to to, to needle the governor a little bit, Democrats are going to do it. It's, you know, just just a fact of the way the game is played. Yeah. Um, but um, it's interesting, to you know, when we asked the governor last week about his presidential ambitions he he called it a media created story media creation and that he's he's focused on being uh governor of virginia now i will say this senator tommy norman who is a republican without a doubt um mm-hmm. even said last month that he would like to see the governor take a greater virginia focus so the, 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 it isn't just democrats that are being critical of the governor right
1: now that yeah well there you go that's uh yeah tommy norman is about as republican as they come Yes. Yeah.
0: And, and he is, I mean, even you now he has been more moderate Republican at times and more conservative Republicans at times, but one thing he's been the entire time is he's a Republican. A Republican. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. and, you know, it all depends where the party sits at that particular, particular time. He's gotten more conservative as the party has moved more conservative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, moving on to the, to another story that you covered um, dealing with uh, the ABC, I guess uh, with the fiscal year over, they finally have a uh, all the numbers and, and everything, correct?
1: Uh, yeah, and you have to remember that the beginning of the fiscal year 22 was back in July of 2021. And probably at that time, not everybody had been fully vaccinated. And we're still kind of in the throes of pandemics and restaurants, kind of maybe restaurants were starting to open up a little bit. And maybe that, um that contributed to Virginia ABC having a uh, 600 uh, or excuse me 1.4 billion dollars in uh, revenue which is an increase over fiscal year 21 now the reason I said 622 uh, almost said 622 earlier is because that's what's being contributed to the Commonwealth by law they have to contribute some of that revenue to the Commonwealth, and that's $622.8 that's being contributed there. And Travis Hill, the CEO of the Virginia ABC, was saying that one of the things that uh, uh, led to uh, the increased revenue was the fact that they started seeing an uptick in the licensee businesses as restaurants started opening back up. Some completely shut down for several months during the pandemic, and they opened up and and he says, well, restaurants are still seeing challenges, but they started seeing the, um, the fruits of the, uh, them doing business, especially alcohol business, uh, as they started to open up again in the summer of last year. And he also talked about, we, I discussed with him a little bit of the business model that they've done since the pandemic started. And things that they want to continue doing, including you know some on you know emphasis on e-commerce, online ordering, uh, and that has waned a little bit since the you know the the height of the pandemic when people were kind of much pretty much staying at home. But it's still something that is used every now and then. It's not leaned on heavily like it was during the the pandemic, but it's something that he says people will still. Take advantage of uh, quite a bit as they continue on. It's just another option for people to use, uh, you know, to order whatever they want to from the ABC. So, uh, and they talked to you, talked about the supply chain issues. You may remember, I think we did a story several months ago, it probably even dates before this podcast even started, about supply chain issues at ABC stores and. Uh, he says those are improving. They haven't, uh, they're not at a hundred percent yet, but they are improving. It's just like maybe the supply chain issues at your local grocery store. They're not entirely on the way back or a hundred percent back, but they are getting better.
0: And my, my guess is the supply chain issues, you know, are not even so much the alcohol itself, but like the glass bottles, the yes. oh, boxes for the, for the, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a it's amazing, you know. You you find some of the stuff that that they're having issues with, and it's like cat food. Part of the issue is cardboard boxes.
1: Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. And I remember uh, our cat has since passed, but I remember at the height of the supply chain issues, I couldn't find any cat food. Yeah. And it was like my cat's dying. I need cat food. Yes. But the little things he's eating. I mean, he he's got to have something. Yeah. And but yeah, you're right. The cardboard boxes are the issues, and a lot of people, strangely enough, go to ABC stores when they want to move for those cardboard yes. boxes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so. Um, also, I, I didn't know if we had time for this, but uh, they they in the news release that ABC provided, they had the top five brands purchased in ABC stores. Can you name any of those offhand? Top five brands. Yeah. Top five brands.
0: Oh, uh, I gotta be, I gotta believe Jack Daniels is one.
1: Jack Daniels old number seven, black Tennessee whiskey is number three.
0: Okay. I, okay. Let's yeah, there you see. Go. Um, I'm trying to, trying to guess. Let me yeah. see. Oh, it have to be something Virginia related. Um, oh, it's gotta be a bourbon. It's gotta be up there. Oh, uh,
1: maker's mark. Nope, it's Jim Beam Straight Bourbon number five.
0: Oh, that's where I was gonna go.
1: Yeah. And uh, I let me just tell you, uh number one is is vodka. Do you know what brand it is?
0: Um I know it's not absolute. No. Okay, it's um oh, it, oh shoot, I should know. Smirnoff? Nope, Tito's. Tito, oh, I should have known that.
1: <laughs> I was about to say, one of the Jacksons. Yes. I- <laughs>
0: Yeah. But my the, uh, reply would, my reply would have been Jermaine, oh.
1: <laughs> but the other
0: ones, my did, reply would not have been
1: Jermaine. Sorry. <laughs> not that's, have a politi- been that's a
0: politics joke. Sorry about that folks.
1: Right. But, uh, uh, the others that you did not get Hennessy Cognac number two and patron silver tequila number four.
0: Gotcha. Okay. I would not, I would not have gotten the others. I knew, Good job I, knew doing. I knew the, I knew the, uh, Jimmy, not the Jimmy, the,
1: um, Jack Daniels,
0: Jack Daniels. I knew Jack yeah. Daniels. Was one. Yeah. So, um, one other thing, just to give some people some insight of something we, we did not cover today. Um, know that the, I, we've seen it elsewhere. Um, there was, a for a moment, a report of an active shooter on Azalea Avenue, which we later found out was um, unfounded, but also found out that the call was originally tied to Henrico High School. Um, we didn't cover for because, one, we found out it was unfounded before we found out it was Henrico High School. Yeah. <laughs> Two, we don't want to necessarily give a lot of publicity to something like that, you know, where kids think that they can get or, or even adults think that right. they can get publicity by calling in sort of threats to right. police involving yeah. high schools. Um, I do know others are are doing are, are reporting it. I understand their arguments. We're not just 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 the way we're and and to to give a separate example, I know NBC 12, NBC, one of the NBC 12's anchors uh, tweeted out um, that they're no longer covering the court hearings surrounding the two suspects in the alleged mass shooting plot. And their argument is because there is no proof right now that there was a mass shooting plot. It's just an immigration case and they're dealing with it as an immigration case. I disagree with that argument. It's a valid argument. I think people are still interested in how this case is proceeding. And so we're going to continue to cover that, right. um, and especially I know we've got the guilty plea coming up sometime in October for Roman Barsher cell. And then uh, there was a not
1: guilty plea yesterday, correct? Yeah, not guilty. And that trial is now in early October.
0: Right, and that was for a charge of being in the country illegally, but with a in
1: possession of a firearm. In possession of a firearm for an illegal alien.
0: Okay, gotcha. So okay, so and we're going to continue to cover those. But I understand NBC 12's argument. Yep. Um, don't again, don't necessarily agree with it, um, but I understand the argument, and they make valid points.
1: So. And back to the Henrico thing, if it turns out that someone is arrested for providing a false call to police oh yeah we'd, we'll definitely cover that
0: yeah absolutely 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 but but we have no evidence that even that was being investigated no
1: no 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 but you know yeah. it was unfounded so maybe it leads to that and if it does we will talk yeah. to you about the arrest but we won't of course put the picture on yeah. You know, right. right.
0: Exactly. And 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 just so you know, you can see from this conversation that Jeff and I are having right now. Okay. Yes, I am news director, but Jeff and I really just sit down and hash these things out a lot. You know, together is it's it's a cooperative process. And honestly, we include we include uh, Dennis and uh, Dennis Edwards and uh, David Lefkowitz in those discussions as well. Yeah. Um, we we you know. Our newsroom uh, is, is very much a democracy. We, we we consider these things, and we do. We try to take in, into account all viewpoints. So, yep. so, just 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 to let people know. So, let's pull back the curtain a little bit and let people know how how stuff works here. So, yep. Anyways, it's been a very very newsy, very very just. Dis- Discussion oriented uh, and a little game we play. Yeah, and a little uh, liquor uh, sales. Gets, yes, <laughs> um, very interesting. It's news to us uh, for yes. for this Thursday. Um, we'll do one tomorrow. We will be off for Labor Day, and then we'll be back on Tuesday. So, again, it, this has been its news to us. He's Jeff Stapleton. I'm Matt Demline. We'll talk to you tomorrow.